You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome, awesome, awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. My name is Kirk Barron and I'm so grateful that you guys are showing up because here's the mojo, here's the jam, here's the focus of the whole show. It's to bring the best practices of the best practices and the best thinkers in all of dentistry to you to help you create a better practice and a better life. So keep showing up. And I have an amazing, amazing community of rock stars. And one of them I interview today. Her name is Dr. Tracy Wynn, and she is awesome. She is a great thinker. She's making big waves. And if you've already seen her, you know that's true. And if you haven't, you're going to get a chance to meet her today. And she brought up an amazing subject, which is the difference in being different with your mindset versus dangerous with your mindset. I hope you guys enjoy the episode and we'll see you soon. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. My name is Kirk Barron and I love this stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. I was telling my guest Tracy, who you're going to get to meet in a second. Many of you have already met her. You already know who she is. But like, I'm a junkie, CE junkie. I love this stuff. And uh, I feel just so fortunate to be able to get to know these people, ask them great questions, the great thinkers, the great speakers, the great leaders, the great influencers in dentistry and pass along this to you guys because we want one thing. If you're listening, you're driving to work, you're cleaning the garage, you're cutting the grass. I always pick those three. I don't know why. Like I want you as a dentist to just go, that made my life a little bit better, made my practice a little better, maybe improved your thinking a little bit better. Uh, and I hope you're getting out of that. And I'm going to introduce you to Tracy Wynn, who's like one of the newest. I don't know if you're one of the newest because I've actually known you for a couple of years now. Yeah. So um, you're new to some people, not so much, but you are definitely one of the upcoming rock stars here in dentistry. So Tracy, thanks for being on. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Now I'm going to, these are always fun. Now I like to always tell the story. Like when I first met you and I'm like, okay, I've heard her name. Like what, you, you know, like what does she do? And so we had you on the conference and now I'll just say this. So we had Bill Robbins and we've got Bob Marges and other yeah. dentists and they're, you know, Bill, Bob, sorry if you're listening, but like they're, they're CE snobs. They're, they're kind of <laughs> picky. And then when you finish speaking, they both like, they're like, 
dude, she was amazing. Like that was Aww. amazing. So like, uh, we knew in an instance that you were somebody special in this whole process, but if nobody's ever heard your name or seen you do what you do, who's Tracy Wynn? Tell us, give us a little story before we get into the topic. Um, oh, wow. Who's Tracy Wynn? Um, well, today, if people like Googled me and looked at my Facebook page and Instagram, you would call me like the, the airway dentist um, because that's all I talk about. And, you know, my yeah. mission um, after I met Jeff Rouse was really to encourage the dental community to really get involved um, in the management of um, sleep, um, sleep and breathing disorders. Um, and most of you probably also know me from ASAP Pathways, and that is an online education program um, geared primarily towards pediatrics. Uh, but interestingly enough that we talk about like the non-growing child and then that kind of segues into adults. So when people ask me about it, it's like, isn't it just kids? I said, well, not really, because we now we're talking about everything. Um, yeah, so that's kind of been my passion of just getting the dental community more involved with the medical community and just realizing how important we are in the treatment of this disease. Yeah. Um, just recently, John Coyce um, asked me to be the scientific advisor for the pediatric airway um, management. So I think that's huge to have the Coyce Center um, understand the importance of airway management. I mean, obviously, Jeff Rouse started it with Spear. Um, now John is like recognizing it. Um, and I think the next big players, you know, once we get Dawson, I think LVI is doing some courses, but it's, it's an amazing field right now. Um, yeah. So I'm really happy to be involved in it. Well, and you're the right person. You, you, you've been tasked with a big responsibility here. Those are some big responsibilities yeah. with some important people and putting the medical and the dental community together. That's even a bigger one. And that's, uh, it's a worthy, unbelievably important cause. So, um, and I, we're going to talk about, the, you know, your journey on here, but you brought up something before we hit the go button and I loved it. I mean, you said, you know, there's a difference between the different mindset and the dangerous mindset. I want you to explain that. So let's go through that. What did you mean by that? Well, you know, I think like when we were talking, um, we we're talking about our journeys, you know, and I looked at my journey. I mean, now I'm like 20 years in and um, I find myself today as um, a, a mentor and supporter of a lot of um, my dental friends, you know, and that's kind of what ASAP is. Um, we want, I just want to support my dental community. And then I realized that when I was out of school, I did not have that. So, you know, that, that mindset that you go and you're, you're hungry for information and then you're just getting a lot of information, but then you don't have any mentor, any guidance, right. you know, so that when I was talking about like dangerous and different, it's like, we, you really should at a early in your career, find a purpose, you know, and as you, and you, once you find a purpose and you find a goal and you find what makes you happy, you grab the people that will help you in that journey. Right. And um, I don't think that a lot of young dentists have that, but I think it's important for us to seek that. And it's also right. important for older dentists to mentor other dentists because, I mean, we're, we are we represent each other. Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, we represent each other. So if one person isn't doing something right, it's a reflection of the whole community. Right. You know? Right. So now, go, go back to this. <laughs> Yeah, because talk about this, the, let's call it out. Like, it isn't always 
you know, easy in this journey. So you said, you mentioned like it was about the 15 year mark where you, things started to crystallize. Can you talk about, cause, cause really the essence of this is a lot of people take education and they're just sampling it. And, but for you, it was right around the 15 year mark. Is that, is that about right or no? Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Cause I think that was when I was like, um, you're just, you're just paying the bills, you know, and you're just searching, you're just trying to get money. Um, and so I think right out of school, I mean, that's all I was focused on taking these classes, whatever classes made me money. Um, and it wasn't until like I joined the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. I was like, okay, I kind of like this cosmetics. And then I went into um, the Koi Center and it was, it's very different because then you're meeting people that actually care about you. And when you meet right. John, you really get this sense that he cares about the fashion and he cares about you. And once you have that family, it's a, it's like a different mindset. And that's when I started to really grow. Like, I, I don't think like I grew as a, as a dentist, as a person until I joined the Koi Center, until I had that network of people to support me. Um, and then, yeah, so that's how I, like when I look back, yeah, pretty much at that, up until that 15 year, I was just like, we're going to get paid, we're going to pay the bills and, you know, we're going to get paid really well. Right. But it didn't really, I didn't really have a purpose. Right. Now talk about this because John is one of the most brilliant educators of all time. There's only one of him. Do you know what I mean? Like, and he does care. Why do you feel like family when you go, like, what do they do that, you know, and, and, and again, you can pick any place to go, but there in your journey, it was Kois. What specifically happened that made you feel part of the quote unquote tribe or the family when you went there? So it's interesting. And, and, um, and basically in the first track course, he has a good 30 minutes to an hour discussion on tribe mm-hmm. and um, the meaning of community and taking care of each other. And I think because he instills that in his students, then students, um, they do that for the other students, right. you know, and I've never had that kind of relationship. And it's interesting. And um, the first symposium after COVID um, he ended it with, like, who's got your back? And I thought this was so powerful that he said that, like, you know, after COVID, he realized how many people had the center's back. And then he said, he was like, for as long as I'm alive, we will always have yours. And that was so powerful for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I took that and I was like, I want to do that to, for somebody else. Right. You know, that, that's when, like, I... Um, one of the things Betsy Bakeman, um, which is another mentor of mine, she mentioned, it's like, you know, you're going to have certain paths in your in your journey, you know, like the beginner, uh, the learner. And then at the top of your career, it's about like your legacy. What do you want to leave back? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I you don't think about your legacy until like you're you're doing well. And but I think we should think about that when, right when you start. Mm-hmm. You know, like with the like with treatment planning, with the end in mind, like how do you want to be remembered? What kind of life, what kind of journey do you want to have? Right. Um, and I feel like you should know, have that guidance in the beginning. Yeah. You know? And it's so fulfilling now that I understand that. Right. Now you bring up, you know, somebody like Betsy, who's just an amazing human being. I don't know if this happened for you, but this happened for me. When I was 24, I didn't, I still don't even know what I'm doing. I'm 52. But, <laughs> but you, what, what you do when you show up to these things is you yeah. 
by osmosis, the relationships start to happen. You're next thing you know, like they know your name. You're like, I've I watched this dude on like I've seen this guy <laughs> speak like three times. He actually said my name. Like, wow, that was kind of cool, you know. And at first, you're a little shell shocked. You're like, wow, that's like Betsy Bakeman. She's like the rock star, you know. And then and then you're like, oh my gosh, she's she's just like me, except. 10 times smarter, you know, like type of thing. And then what really, and then they actually start to help you. And then they, they, in so many different ways, point you in the right direction and go, don't do that. I did that. No, no, no. You know what I mean? So, so I think, um, you know, what you're saying is absolutely true. Like you got to find you, you, you know, legacy is really important, but it's really hard to find on your, by yourself. You, you wow. need to, I, you know, you become the average of the five people you hang around with most. I tell my kids that all the time, but it's right. no different for adults, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like if I'm a young dentist listening, like Tracy, I'm 32. What do I do? Like what you're talking about legacy. Like I'm trying to pay bills. Like, and I, I like this I whole thing airway, but here, I'm going to ask you the million dollar question. I don't even know how I would implement it in my prayer. I got like 3000 pages. Like, how do I don't even make money doing, I believe in it, but like, you know, so talk about legacy and you know, um, where do I go from here? So, you know, you mentioned that and then you mentioned, um, how to be like, how to make money off of airway. Right. right? And so that's something that we always talk about. And one of the things Jeff Rouse always says is just do dentistry. And I think the thing is what people don't understand is airway dentistry is just doing dentistry with respect to the airway. Wow. So um, it's not like its own discipline. Um, it's it's really just s s straight dentistry, but understanding how your dentistry can impact airway. Yeah. I think that's where people are get a little bit confused. Um, but also with airway management, and I think I've said this before, um, that the, the core of airway management is understanding how the patient's medical history, how they feel, what's going on in their life. And if you can connect with a patient that level, like it's, it's a different type of relationship. You will see how the, the practice will grow. If you're looking at airway dentistry as in how many full mouth rehabs can I do? It's a, that's not what airway dentistry is about. Airway right. dentistry is about connecting with your patients, understanding the medical history and guiding them throughout their entire treatment, their health treatment, and then including dentistry. Yeah. You know, I, so it's a different mindset. And I think when I, when I introduced airway dentistry or that whole oral systemic connection, helping patients navigate through their whole medical history, they, they took it as, okay, you're, you're, you're not just someone that's going to fix my tooth. <laughs> you know, right. you're sitting here and you really care about me and understand, care about how I sleep, how I feel, how I breathe. And then by the way, this is how my family is. And, and that's how my practice has grew. grew. Um, but airway dentistry isn't like, I'm going to take an occlusion course and I'm going to do five rehabs. Right. You know, it's a different, if it's a different philosophy. Yeah. But and your I, practice will grow. Like, yeah. And so if you're a dentist listening, I want you to hear what she just said. Like, and that's, that's part of what my education journey was. It wasn't so much like hearing a Pete Dawson say like specifically that what you yeah. hear from any great speaker, a mentor, a friend, a community is a mindset. You know, John Coyce, so many times I'm, I have to like take notes and I have to go, okay, wait a minute. That was really good. I got to like think about what he just said. Cause like everyone else is nodding and I'm like, 
five seconds or 10 seconds behind. I'm like, okay, I need to fully understand what he just said. What you go, what you come away is your, your thinking gets farther. And that's what we're really talking about is like your mindset improves your ability. Now, and I'll also say this because we talked about this. It doesn't, you know, if you're listening, you're, you're like, hey, look, I'm all in, but I don't know what my legacy is. It might not be airway. That's okay. You got to figure yeah. out what it might not, and it might not include something like that, but you do need to find something that's meaningful so that it adds some energy to the journey. Now, I want you to talk about this. You were interviewing associates. Like, yes. can you tell us about that? That's a very interesting story. Yeah, so I was inter- I was interviewing an associate, and um, she is she was she was working for a group practice, and she was one year out, and she really um, didn't feel like there was any family, um, there wasn't any connection to the staff, um, to the other doctors, and so she was ready to um, you know work somewhere else. And so I asked her, um, I said, okay, what are you looking for? She goes, well, I just want to do more cosmetic dentistry. And I was like, okay, so, you know, what classes are you taking? So she names a couple classes. And I was like, and she was very confident in her cosmetic dentistry. And I was like, well, so you're just one year out. And this is kind of how everyone is. One year out, they're like gung-ho. They want to do a bunch of cosmetic dentistry. And they think their stuff is great. Because I was that person, you know. <laughs> and I think it's it's humbling because I was like, look, I think you, when you're out, um, let's take a look at your cases. You know, one thing about working with me is, I think it's important for us to work together. Let me guide you through the cases. I want to mentor you, blah, blah, this and that. And she was like, no one has ever actually wanted to help me. Right. And I said, so that's my thing with associates. As you're looking for that next job, um, one, it's great to be like gung-ho and excited and confident, but it's also important to be humble Mm -hmm. (laughs) and accept um, criticism and support. And my recommendation is find a, Find an office that's going to mentor you. Right. Now, I want you to go back to this because this is really important because everybody wants that. And you see these ads and you see people are like willing to mentor you. I think it's fair if you're an associate listening to ask a dentist, tell me exactly what that means, mentor. Is that like passing in the hallway as you're headed to Florida or, or that whenever I screw up, or will there be dedicated time where we're going to review cases on Thursday mornings? And yes. like, is it fair to ask that? I think it is, you know, and I think like when you choose the practice that you work for, you should ask yourself, do you want to be like this person? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, or are you like, when, when you pick a job and you're working for a boss, like, I think I, you should always be looking up to your boss. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you pick a dentist, you're like, okay, what I want this dentist working in my mouth, is this right. someone I really want to work for? And then that person can also guide and mentor you um, in your cases, in your work, in your life. I mean, that's how I see it. I think too many, and I get it because like the expenses are really high and you're really just trying to pay the bills. But there's no growth in it if you're in a practice where you don't respect your don't respect your boss or you're not you don't respect his work his or her work. Yeah, fine, you know. And I think that's it's a that dangerous is where you're just trying to chase the money. You're like, this is a job. I need this job right now. But it's not fulfilling if you don't like the door that you walk through. You are speaking my jam, and I always say this: like, if you're in a, if you're considering a partnership or an associateship. Or another dentist, if your core values do not line up, it will never, 
ever, ever, ever. I can't say ever. It'll never, ever work. You'll try to make them fit. And the only way it does is if you compromise on your values. You're like, I'll just, I'm just going to have to suck it up because I'm going to have to like fit. And it's, you know, we we don't always have to agree, but like the fundamental value system, you know, like, you know, when you're working for somebody that cares about their team members, you know, when you're working for somebody that's a good person. And listen, I'm not here to like say, oh, everybody's got to find the perfect situation. But I think there's a couple key questions that you can ask to say is like, is this a different mindset or a dangerous mindset for me when I'm going into this? And you're going to fail. There are some things that you're going to try. And it's, did you, you know, you seem like somebody who's everything touches turns to gold. Like, have you ever failed at anything? (laughs) Come on. Like, I'm, I'm curious. Like, oh, no, no, no. I've. No, I've made many mistakes and it's funny because I'm one of those, like, if I, if I believe in something, I go in at 110%, you know, but okay. no, I mean, my issue is, um, I'm not afraid to fail. Okay. You know? Tell me about I, that. You know, like, how does that relate? So I, t- I was talking to one of my team members. I said, like, the worst thing that could happen is, um, well, you know, you fail, you try it again. Right. You know, like what, what's so, what's so bad about failing, you know, like, you, you have to learn some of the best athletes in the world failed miserably before right. they got to where they are. I was like, you can't expect to be perfect at everything. You mm-hmm. know? And so for me, failure just comes with a territory. And I don't even think of it as failure. You have to think of it as like growth. Yeah. You, you've heard all the cliche, like failures, fertilizer. And I, <laughs> I've heard that one many times. And, and so like uh, uh, Nito Cobain, who was a coach of mine, he's like, listen, you're going to lose, but don't lose like the essential lesson. Because like he, he would always say the insanity thing, like, you know, it's repeat. Right. It, it, he goes, when you screw up, it's going to hurt. But just take a deep breath and go, OK, what? happened here because when you repeat it that's when you go crazy you're gonna have cases fail you're gonna have relationships fail you're gonna screw things up with team members or family you know and you're gonna like okay that was painful let's not let this happen again and for me i'm a wuss so i've learned that like i'm just gonna be clear up front about things you know what i mean no here's the details here's how it works because i was afraid to tell everybody the details up front no it's gonna be great come on you know um so it's always, always good. What are some other things that you see as far as dangerous mindsets? Because I, I have a special place in my heart for these younger dentists. Like when you mentor a lot of them, what, what are some other things you would say, beware or look out for this? Oh, oh I don't know about look out. I just think, well, I, I think to, hmm, I'm trying to, I think we're, we're, we're too focused on um, the quick and easy fix, the quick and easy fix that get us kind of like the money. Yeah. And even when we talk about like failure, it's like not recognize, not understanding why and self-acknowledgement, you know, like um, that's a big thing. It's like not even recognizing what you're good and not good at right? <laughs> and, and what to do about it. Um, one thing I remembered, um, I was listening to Tony Robbins and he said, um, if you want to be good at something, find the person that's the best at it and go learn from them. Right. You know, and, and I remember that. I was like, you know what? That is so smart. <laughs> and I was like, Duh! I had this like, like light bulb in my head. I was like, you know what? If I want to learn this, I'm going to this person. If I want to learn this, I'm going to that person. And right. I thought that was huge too versus just taking, I mean, because as a new dentist, I was taking like 
just random classes like, oh, this class is 200 bucks. I'll take it. This right. class is blah, blah, blah. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's so funny that you say that because it's absolutely true. So Bob Marges, who is a great mutual friend of ours, like Bob is, he, he's left this open and sorry, Bob, if you're listening, because somebody's going to, he leaves an open invitation to all dentists anywhere in the world. Come watch me do what I do. Do you know how many people have ever made the trip? Like it's less than 10. <laughs> I think he's the best dentist in the world. Like why wouldn't right. you fly there for free? And just yeah, watch yeah. him work for a day, you know, and then watch how he does what he does. Wouldn't that be worth your ticket <laughs> to yeah. go? And, yeah. you know, and Tracy, you learned a lot from observing other people. You know, you can you can learn from them from an education standpoint. But when you watch them, that's when the magic starts to happen. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, what I was thinking about my associate interview because like she was talking about how she wanted to do all these big cases. And uh -huh. I said, well, let me ask you this. Do you know how to present the case? And like, she was like quiet. And I said, you can, you can be, you can do a $10,000 case and you're probably 10, 20,000 and you're probably good at it, but right. can you, can you treatment plan it? Can you get a patient to say yes? Right. And I think that's another thing. And that's what you do very well with practice management, teaching um, doctors how to treatment plan and communicate. We don't have enough of that. Mm -hmm. We're so focused on our skill but how you communicate is almost more powerful than your skill. Right. It's so <laughs> it's true. Like, I took over. I remember taking over um, this one dentist. He retired it. And I saw the dentistry that was coming in. And I was like, oh, he should have retired 10 years before. But it was funny because his patients loved him. Yeah. So it was kind of like, oh, yeah, he did this filling. And I'm looking at it. It's like, hmm. But the patient loved the dentist. And I was yeah. like. It's amazing what like that skill set of um, talking to patients, communicating and talking about treatment. That is what dentists, we don't do enough of. We're so focused on our skill, but we don't know how to communicate. Yeah. There's been so many people that have said it. So, I, I mean, you've probably heard this. You've heard dentist master after master say this, you know, your ability to communicate will determine how far you really go in dentistry, you know, because you're going to learn the skill. But as you and your team get really good at communicating and more importantly, connecting with people, that's where your skill comes together in in reality and it actually starts to serve people. Now, I want you to we're going to, you know, as we talk about different and dangerous mindset, you created a cause and I want you to talk about that. And it's like, as soon as you started doing it, it's like you put the turbo rockets on. Now, yeah. again, you don't have to do what Tracy was doing, but you created something that you, I would, I would, I would guess you expect to be bigger than you, you know? So talk about the journey in creating your cause. What is it? How it energized you, how it continuously energizes you. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So, you know, when we when I started promoting all this stuff about airway management, um, I started with my, my Facebook page and then I just started promoting articles and literature because the medical community and the dental community, we understand the literature. You know, it's like, OK, she's not BSing now. Uh, once I started to do that, I realized the importance of kids and then we developed the online education program. So now it's more of just me getting our members to also communicate this to the public. So if I can get one dentist to, to keep talk about it and get that dentist to keep talking about it, then we'll become, we become more significant. Yeah. Um, so yes, I do hope that um, in my lifetime that I get to see 
um, this airway dentistry become standard of care, like have every dentist understanding the impact of what we do um, in our dentistry, that we are just not drill, fill and bill. Yeah. You know, it's like we really care about the patient as a whole and we're respected by the medical community. We're not like people that didn't get into dental medical school. You know, we're our own community. 100%. Now talk about the like the specifics of exactly what you create. Like what is it? How do you do it? Because you've got an online component. Um, and I'm just going to say this. If you guys have a study club and you haven't had Tracy come speak, you are missing out. Like you have got to see. So how does the format work? What is it? If I'm listening, how do I find it? What is it? Yes, yeah, so you can go to asappathways.com and okay. basically... Um, there are four core modules. So the core modules is your basic sleep training. You know, like what is it? What are you treating? How to diagnose it? How do you work with the medical community? So that's like your core values right there. Um, then what we do is every month we ask key opinion leaders to come speak to us. And we, you know, we ask physicians, um, ENTs, um, myofunctional therapists. We get everyone to come in once a month and we, um, they give us a, a lecture. We have um, forums, uh, Facebook, WhatsApp groups to kind of go over cases. Um, and then the latest thing that we're doing is we're starting to have courses. So um, to really teach them more on the mechanics of treating these cases. So what I started to do, which kind of led me to ASAP was in my journey in airway management, I realized that there was a lot of things I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to different speakers, like I reached out to Becca Bacow, I reached out to um, uh, Ilya Lipkin, I reached out to all these people and said, hey, you know what, I want to do this. I need you to teach it to me. And you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring 20 people with me to your office and I want you to teach it to me. So that's how it started for me. Wow. And I started and Becca, doing all Becca said, bring them all up. What day? <laughs> It was crazy. And then I went to Audrey Yu and I said, you know what? I want you to teach me. And in fact, I'll bring 20 people to come to you or you come to me and teach us. Wow. So what started to happen was people that were like, weren't even speaking yet, like um, and in their places. I mean, like Becca wasn't really having in office speaking. She was traveling. So now she's like, hey, this might work, Tracy. And then now everybody has their own speaking event. But that's kind of what I decided. I was like, okay, what do I need in my practice? And I'm going to reach out to those speakers and I want them to teach me. Right. And then now what I do is I'm going to teach my members. So ASAP. So I selfishly developed this for myself because this is what I need to learn. Right. And I gave it for my members. But That's awesome. Yeah. And so we're going to put a link in the show notes. So if you're listening, I don't care on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, you can flip up to the notes and you can click on that and take you right there. I'm encourage you to check it out. But uh, Tracy, I'm going to have you back again and again and again. We're going to always cover different topics. But any last thoughts you have on the mindset and how important it is to a dentist journey in this great profession? I find a mentor. I think that it is huge. You know, find friends, find mentors, because I think this profession um, can be really hard on us mentally. You know, like things that we go through. I mean, like, gosh, I had a, a cra- I had a really bad, crazy patient experience. And, it, you know, I think as dentists, we're, we're such perfectionists. So when we have a patient that complains, it really takes us into a dark place. Yeah. Um, and you really need to find that support to get you out of it. Um, so if anything, if I can get, if I can be that to anybody, um, 
that's all I want to be to somebody, get them out of that dark place, be that mentor support for them. And if you, if you as a dentist, you have to find that person because this profession is tough. Yeah. You're going to have your ups and your downs and um, you need that support there for you. 100%. We are created. God created us as relational beings. And like, I would say this, like, and I've done this, you know, like the worst person to talk to is yourself, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. a lot of experts say this 80% of self-talk is negative talk. You know, it's not like, you know, I had a great day. I'm a good person. Like, we have a good, No, most of you, if you're a dentist, yeah, if you're a dentist and you're talking to yourself, it's a lot of negative stuff. It's like, and then, you know, if you have people watching you or you're hanging around with your kids, my son will do this. He's like, dad, your lips are moving. I'm like, you can see that. And he's like, yeah, I can start to hear. He, and he'll stop me and go, what are you saying? And I'm like, you don't even want to know. So my point is, don't talk to yourself. Talk to yeah. Tracy. Talk to other people. Like Jeff, you know, and, and you're a great simplifier. You know, you're going to find like great educators are great simplifiers. Like how you presented Airway today, like how do I make money? Don't think of it like that. Instead, do dentistry and incorporate Airway. That's great thinking. I talk to Jeff Rouse every, you know, Jeff will take like the most complicated thing and he'll go, he'll use four words and I'm like, you're only going to use four words to describe that big controversy. And I'm like, those are pretty good words. Like, you know, it's yeah. really cool when you can use the help and expertise of other people that have been down the road in front of you. And it calms you. It makes the journey fun, right? It does. It does. Yeah. It does. So, well, oh, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I mean, that's true. It makes the journey fun. Like once you have that support network and, um, got in, so you're, you're coasting now. You're like, okay, this is good. I can do this. I'm not doing it alone. Yeah. You are awesome. So Tracy, I can't thank you enough for being on. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I'm going to volunteer you to come back. How's you like that? So oh, I love that. I love it. It's like, it's like an, I'm an, like an honorary speaker with you. Well, you, <laughs> you've had I know. Well, you've been tasked with a lot of big responsibilities to help this profession. And so we're going to do check-ins all the time just to see how it's going. I have no doubt you're going to create some big waves that'll be good ones for dentists to catch in the future. So make sure you check out Tracy's stuff, guys, if you're listening. So Tracy, stick around while I say goodbye to everybody else. But thank you guys for listening to the Best Practice Show podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed today, which I know you did, just do us a favor, hit the share button, uh, share this with your friends and let us know other things that you guys want to see. I get these requests from you guys all the time and I love it. And so other things that you guys want to see from Tracy, just send them to me and I'll get her set up and we'll ask her those questions. So, um, and get the, I love what's that? <laughs> I said, I love Q and a, <laughs> I love Q and a too, because you know, you can, you can actually go where people's brains are, you know, and I have a lot of thoughts. So, um, but your thoughts are better than mine. So it's all good. So, <laughs> so until we see you guys next time, or you hear from us next time, you guys keep watching the best practices show. Hope you guys enjoy your day. We'll see you soon. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm gonna spend the rest of my professional life finding great information, 
so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.